tell me what you're doing here. Let's flip a coin. As I tell you tales, we go out on a date. <laughs> Warning, Otaku contains adult language and discussion. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. <laughs> It's over 9,000! All right, everybody. We are back from hiatus. I am your host, Gregory Darkside Holmes. As always, joining me is my ever faithful Filipino brother, David Sabal. Ohio. And as always, my lovely and grace, awesomely wife, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I would say gracious, but I was like, that doesn't sound right. Fumbled. Great. Awesome. It's, <laughs> I'm mesmerizing. That's I know. it. That's, yes, I, I, looked, I, know. I looked at you and I, I completely lost track of what, what, what we were doing because you're so, I know. so mesmerizing. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, I put Those a ring. That's, that's, that's why I took that Beyonce, that Beyonce's tip and put a ring on it. <laughs> as always you can find this you'll be able to find this episode and old episodes on itunes google play stitcher spotify and my missing uh and uh, rainmandigitalmedia.com there you go i hit them all back in 2021 firing on all cylinders <laughs> for now for now until we get somewhere else And so, guys, we are going to do for this show, we are going to do something a little bit different. Normally, we review two new shows or newer shows, and we talk about them. We talk, give our reviews, what we thought, whether it's a good, you know, recommendation, whether we think it's something that, you know, we would stay away from. This time, kind of changed up a bit. We're going to do one new one, and then we're going to do a classic. Uh, so, we're going to go ahead and start with the new one. We're going to talk about, so I'm a spider, so what? After a Japanese classroom was destroyed by a mysterious explosion, all the students are reincarnated as humans on a fantasy world, except for a female student who had the lowest reputation in the classroom. She was reincarnated as a spider monster, being the weakest monster in the dungeon she needs to survive using all her human intellect and courage. Now, this was made by Milepen Milepensi. I hope I'm saying that right. They actually did the uh, Berserk TV show in 2016 and 2017. Yes, they did. And they also worked on the show Copcraft, uh, which is the only other show that I could find that was slightly recognizable. Really? Uh, yeah. It, Berserk and, and Copcraft are the ones that I uh, that I, I feel were that they worked on the actual production for. Yeah. And then uh, for the Japanese voice actors, uh, we're just covering the uh, voice for the character, the spider. For the Japanese voice, it's Ao Yuki, who actually, I believe, does the opening theme. Uh, she also did the voice of Mina Tepish in Dance in the Vampire Bund. And then uh, she also did the voice for Kotatsu Tamaki in Fire Force. And the English is done by Brianna Nick, uh, Knickerbocker. As, uh, she also did the voice of Kano uh, Suyuri in uh, Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaiba. And she also did the voice for Rem in Re-Zero, Starting Life in Another World. So, to start off, this gives, like, this is very fantasy, like, fun, fantasy, like, sorcery yeah. type of show. Um, it had a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons, a little bit of Sword Art Online. Um, Technically, now correct me if I'm wrong, this falls into the category of uh, anime that's, like, the resurrection anime. I've heard kind that of. people re refer to it as that. It's like it's the character. the The series is about a character who gets resurrected into some form or another, and then has to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So essentially, what like happens? That's a lot of it. That's a lot of it. I feel like that's like everything. Well, from what I understand, when I was doing the research on this series, a lot of people kept referring to it as I forgot the name of it, but it's basically resurrection anime. 
And well, that's what ReZero kind of is. ReZero, and there's another series. I think it's called uh, uh, similar to So What I, uh, I'm a Spider is a uh, uh, something slime. Like it's a oh, it's like I so I, I got um, I was reincarnated as a as, as a, a slime, slime or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I, it, I think it's, it's on its like second season now. Yeah, and a lot of those series get bunched into this category where it's called resurrection anime where you have a character resurrected doesn't know why yeah. how do they function through it yeah it's kind of one of those things where it it takes a character and it throws them into like a whole new world they don't understand another world and it was another like another show we talked about was um i'm standing on a million lives where oh, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, that's kind of another one where he gets transported into but like they're not dead they don't get reincarnated but they just get kind of taken you know out of our world into a, a into fantasy world. world but it kind of plays along the same lines of where it's like they die there they die here and you know kind of that whole thing but what i thought was kind of cool was how everybody at least like everybody kind of remembered oh hey like we like did you find everybody else from our class like they're trying to look for everybody and it's kind of the part boring though like, like the yeah the like the, you can't like you go like the stories where it goes from like the spider parts and she's having to do all these things and it's like and then it like cuts you oh the cat's pissed because it's a cat like like go back to the other stuff like where it's like that chick just had to like she's a, a like you cut to it and it's this little girl that comes to us becomes a spider and she's literally asking all the things she even talks about how the food tastes like shit like yeah see, this was the most i've never felt so connected to a character, to a character in my life yeah <laughs> that's the thing is like that the the main character who gets turned into a spider i wasn't expecting to really gravitate towards her but what? you kind of feel for her in the very well, beginning yeah, because, yeah like, she it, had to it, do all the work and it, and it goes back and forth between you know when she was a human and how she was picked on and how she was kind of the outcast in her class. And then she gets to this world. And in a way, she's still that outcast because she's nowhere near anybody else. Yeah. She doesn't go as dark as all the other ones. Because when they start talking about the other characters and they're like, oh, I wonder if I did something bad. Is this like my own? This is my punishment. Yeah, there's, she's like, I'm going to kick some ass and I got to level up now. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else, like, like, they want to try kickers. and they want to try and find everybody. And then you have one character who got reincarnated as like a dragon like, Which like I would a baby have been dragon. Stoked about. And I'm like, enjoy your royal panties. And I'm going to fly off. <laughs> and then, kind of, what Casey was saying was that she kind of has, like, oh, like, I wonder if this is my punishment for being a bitch. And it's like, <laughs> you're a fucking dragon. Like, how is that a punishment? Like, how right? <laughs> I'm like, I would totally take that. You play it right. You turn into a badass later. I mean, you know, but again, I, I mean, if you want to dwell on, you know, was I a bad person? Is this my punishment? I well, I mean, like, go ahead. Let's just go back to the spider. But also, if you think about it, though, even a even a mediocre dragon is still like better than just being a normal yeah. a human. Like, yeah. right? it's like even well, better than being a human. Like, yeah, you, maybe you can't fly, but you could probably blow at least some fire. It'd be cool bar trick, right? I but think you, the, get other lady dragons. I think I don't that's know. the weird part about the series <laughs> is like, I don't know about you two, but did, I did not find any of the humans. No, it, that wasn't entertaining at all. Like they were, they died they so were, freaking quick, dude. Like yeah. it was like way fast. It was like, ha ha ha, Carol, blah blah blah. Then two seconds later, the freaking thing blew up, blew and then all up. of a sudden, you're looking at a freaking spider, and you're just like, okay, we're on this weird well, journey now. And and kind of like what you know, kind of what Casey said, and kind of and what you're saying as well is that whenever it went to the, the part where it was with the humans and the other and you know those classmates, 
I was like, I don't give yeah, a shit. Want, like, you are all cookie cutter characters. Like, one character is super stoked to be in this world because he has a really cool older brother. The other dude's like, I'm chosen by God and I'm going to be the strongest. And he's an arrogant <laughs> prick. Yeah, so, he's like, he's just prick. like he was in high back, you know, back in our world. Like, cool. Yeah. You guys are like, I already fucking know how your characters are going to develop. Let's go back to the spider because she's fucking kicking ass and like, she said, they're like, oh, I leveled up. Sweet. Oh, this worked. This worked. This worked. Sweet. Right. And then she built herself a sweet fucking spider right. house. And then, of course, <laughs> as with all things, a bunch of fucking white dudes come along. They're like, oh, you're a monster. Burn it. Burn it. We want that egg. Burn it. Hey, did you get those uh, webs over there? No, I didn't. Burn it. And then they're chasing after her. It's like, look, guys, you burned down her home. You got the fucking egg you were looking for. Do you need to kill the spider too? Is it like this just necessary? Like, but the funny part is, is that, is that what gets your dick hard? Like, you keep killing a spider. Here's the funny part, though. When I saw that, I was like, going, yeah, this is the atypical, you know, video gamer uh, who, who, you know, like those gamers that just basically want to kill everything. What? Not even video games. Now that I think about, it. even you know, like role. Oh, you mean like? Games. I mean like how me and Casey played Diablo three? We just smash like, everything. Smash everything. Burn everything you, down. Collect everything. Well, yeah, because if you I break everything, if you break everything in an area, you you get a little boost in speed for a little bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> whoosh, 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 yeah. Whoosh. See. <laughs> and then that's when you get lucky and you find a fucking treasure goblin. Yeah. And you get fat loots. And if you think about it, that's what those guys were doing. <laughs> Look, they were trying to get fat loot. Yeah. He's so right, though, because you know the yeah. Dujaba with the spiders? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You come that full makes... circle. And that's what, that's what I liked about the series, too, is because they played with the tropes about every gaming. every fucking video game. Every D&D, video game. like MMOs, she whatever. She was so cute, though. And, oh, yeah. The fact is, she has an adva- advantage over everyone because, remember, she points out that all she ever did throughout high school was, was play, games. Play, play games. Well, and she's also the one that she's the only one leveling up. Everyone else is just literally walking around. And but I, she's the one that's probably going to be like. But I also think that she's the only one that can hear the voice. Yes. I think she's the only one that sees like the little like game in-game HUD, in-game like information and hears that voicing and pick what she wants to level up. I think everybody else is just like your atypical fantasy character like. They'll learn more magic and get stronger. Yeah, but they don't. I don't think. Well, Drake, dude, but they started won't, from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> but they won't. <laughs> Damn, that was a good one. But but it was. But it's it's so it's so cool to see. Like she's running around this cave, and like in the first part where she comes along, like when she hatches. Which is even better. She's like, "What the fuck?" Like, oh, that was this? creepy. Like, Holy but shit! She, like she acted the same way that, like, if I was magically into, like, they did that perfectly. Like when they talked about everything, and they said, "Gross! Oh my god, what's coming out of my butt?" It, like it's perfectly. It was. Ugh. Yeah. No, it, they did. They, <laughs> they did it really well, and I think her like her story is going to be a lot more interesting. And when she Which meets up with everybody else, like, yeah, right. That's what makes me want to keep watching it. Well, it seems like honestly, I, I think broke ass Sailor Moon. It, now we only watched, three only episodes. watched three episodes. Yeah, so did but we. But I have a gut feeling that basically what it's going to come down to is she, as she's leveling up as this monster, she's going to take out the she's going to take <gasps> out her classmates. I think it's going to come down to them fighting. And I think four. that's that, what it is. That would be so cool. But also, it could, it could, it, it that would be really rad. But also, it. Now I gotta watch it. But now, but also too, based on the and the opening intro, they they might end up teaming up to fight whoever another, whoever another like the evil whoever the villain is that. Do you do that, David? When you watch these, do you cheat and pick stuff out in the credits like Gregory does? 
sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes, especially mm-hmm. when yeah. it's actually mm-hmm. a good series. And I actually found yeah. myself doing the same thing this one because I'm like going that uh, that person right there is probably the big bad. And I and just like you said, you kind of get the sense that, but also they might team up. <clears throat> but I think at first because she's everyone's going to look at her as a monster. Oh yeah. But she's but, leveling up. <laughs> right. Yeah, but is she going to be tiny or is she going to be like, so, is she going to wake up one day and be like. see how big. Yeah, I know, but is she going to be get? like big, big? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is she. She might stay like a medium size. Bish, bish, medium. Bish, bish, medium. I'm not, I'm not familiar with the sizes of, uh, you know, spiders these days, guys. I'm a, I'm a lady and an avid uh, spider hater. The, so that's I mean, big. The, the, the quote, 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 mama and daddy she ran into. Those things were huge. Right. But. Again, I think she's like she's probably in a, like medium size like for part of the series because in like when you watch the insurance, she has like the like the armor looking yeah. on her like yeah. I think at some point like she either either grows that or or gets made for her and she just like she stays that size or because yeah, like just, she's like already she's already changed species yeah she's when smarter she than all up. the other one like she's smarter than all those other ones so it's like what like who knows what she's gonna end up like becoming right yeah, she's like, and she. And she knows. She like was it Charlotte's Web? The one where she's got a pretty face. Was like, because like, <laughs> um, in the beginning it says that she knows like dark magic or heretic magic or whatever, but she's never used any of it. <laughs> yeah. So we don't know. We don't know. She's what... only been a spider for like two seconds. Give her a minute. No, no. The dark but, arts take a minute. But because she even mentioned, she's like, I don't even know how to do any of that. She's like, but I'll do this. Yeah. But like we don't know like what what those powers are well dude i was cracking up when she learned appraise <laughs> she kept singing, picking stuff up appraise appraise and i'm like oh, yeah that's what a level one person would do it yeah it's very like skyrim where oh look i'm rock. gonna level up i'm gonna level up by jumping jump, jump rock jump, jump rock rock rock, rock. <laughs> and then like just says the names of the monsters and finally she gets to where it says like this is who they are this is what their life points are at yeah, and that that scene too had me like cracking up because she appraised all the monsters and the narrator starts screaming at her. Right. <laughs> all the monsters is like, yeah, she could grow up to be a really nasty, nasty right. little monster. Well, then too, like when she go, like when she like kills that one like centipede and it goes back, like she hears something and then like all fucking thousands of them come right here. She's like, fuck! <laughs> and she's like, this, the, whole, the spider scenes in general were just like sometimes a little too spicy because of. Uh... <laughs> Well, like, like, she's we like, get past this. She's like she's like biting the frog and everything, like in that fir- that first encounter oh, with it. Gross. And she's like, ah, fuck, ah, fuck, I can't see, I can't see. <laughs> and like then after she kills it, it's like you're poisoned by it's gone up. And she's like, oh good, you've leveled up. Oh, I healed. And then she's like, ah, oh, I gotta eat. And then she's like, oh, oh god. Well, and it's just like eating the hypno toad. He was all wonky. Yeah. Dude. Well, it's like it's like fucking Homer when they went to New York and like. He was eating the the crab crush, and he's like, he eats. He goes, "What do you got to drink?" He goes, "I have crab juice or Mountain Dew." And he's like, "And you're like, oh, he's gonna go for the Mountain Dew." He's like, "Oh, Mountain Dew, I'll take the crab juice." <laughs> and he drinks. He's like, "Oh, gross, give me another." Oh, gross, give me another. Or like fry with the slurm, and he finds out that it's coming out of the back end of a actual a giant worm. Space worm. He's like, "Oh, that's gross." Oh, that's still. gross. Oh, that's gross. That's that's the thing. I th- I liked it when she first had to eat something and she's just like, I'm so hungry. Um, um and she's like eating the dead body of the other spider. Right? She's like, Oh, this is gross. <laughs> this is so disgusting. But I gotta eat. I'm so hungry. <laughs> yeah. But I it's but it's like but that's what she but like 
that's also like if you had to if you were somewhere that you didn't know and you had to survive and like you ended up killing something or finding you know a dead body you're like uh, oh, yeah I i'm sorry i didn't expect the little lady spider to go full pickle rick in the sewer dude i didn't see it coming <laughs> i'm spider rick yeah i didn't see it coming but it's it's a, honestly looking at it like i was like oh this is gonna be like cutesy like a like a kind of a cutesy little show like it's gonna be kind of cheesy and everything yeah i thought that too but like the first episode at the end of the first episode you're like no this is way more like it's cheesy in all the right ways and you're just like shit i wonder what happens next right get to the next episode oh shit and then the third episode when they kill the earth dragon with the help of the little dra- earth dragon and then um because like she just goes ape shit and starts biting the bigger dragon and then uh she got the same title as the spider as kin eater yes and so she's like does that mean he was part of my family Yes, that's what kin eater means. You ate one of your fucking family. It's not like a guessing game. Like, were they part of my family? I don't know. <laughs> yes, you're an earth dragon. They're an earth dragon. dragon. You're related in some fucking way. It's like 84 degrees of Kevin Bacon up in there, probably. <laughs> so, and but like, I'm more excited to see what happens when they meet up and they realize who they are and what happens. Like the other humans, I don't give a shit about because I can already tell like what's going to fucking happen. Yeah, I the big really the big arrogant dude's gonna on. fuck up, get hurt, maybe die, hopefully die, hopefully die, hopefully and die. then the other one who's like, my brother's so strong and great, he's gonna end up finding out his brother's a piece of shit. Well, that's the thing with with a lot of the humans. I really have <laughs> thanks thinking, anime for totally. Ru- yeah, it's gonna <laughs> be gonna turn we, into cannon fodder. Yeah, we haven't we haven't quite figured out how they're gonna be disappointed yet, but I'm sure it'll be soon. Because I I honestly <laughs> feel like the 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 true heroes of the story are, are gonna the be monsters. the spy. Yeah, they're gonna be the it's, monsters. I just like you're sitting here like, this is what's going to probably happen to the humans. Thanks, past anime, for giving me low low appreciation for human, human characters. characters. Exactly. There's only a handful that I think are actually worth a damn. <laughs> are there any in this show? No, not yet. Not at all. <laughs> nah, I just already am like, you're going to die. You're probably going to die. We're going to turn an episode. It's going to be like, his arms were cut off. His legs were cut off. His ears were cut off. His eyes were gouged out. And then he was eaten. <laughs> and then a spider laid eggs in his stomach. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Ugh, huh, okay. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, so going around, uh, David, would you, what What do you give this a yay or a nay on the Otaku Force recommendations? Oh, by far a yay. Yay. It is a really fun anime. It's, it's, I was really worried that would get like what you said too cutesy, but the humor in it, like we've covered some comedy animes already. This is one of the best ones. And oh yeah, it's one of the best. But it's comedy, it's, but it's natural belly laughing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, but I don't think like, it's, I don't. It was faced well, perfectly. But I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't force, and I don't think it's. It, it was intended to really be a super comedy, like a comedy in general. Oh, like yeah. I said, just. But it happened that way because, like, the way the characters. Are you know, are you know do do the, deliver their lines the way they they portray the actual character? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, again, we all agree the spiders. I mean, obviously the spiders star show hence by the Hands name. Down. But there's usually that one character that kind of overshadows that. There's none like this one. Just like it's on fucking top every fucking episode. And and, and on top of being a comedic character, she's also a very sympathetic character. So like we can laugh along with her, but we also got kind of cheer her. But we all, on yeah, as an action because we also, we can like each one of us can sympathize with her in some way, like and yeah. can relate to her in some way in the show. 
and that's what uh, that's what makes her a great character. Mm-hmm. And Casey, I was gonna say I, I didn't bring I, my boots, but I'll wrangle in the kitties. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I think it's safe to say that everyone really yeah. enjoyed it. I'm gonna be a, it's a yay for me. I you guys just went on full man old man tangents on yeah. a whole other direction. Yeah, it was yeah. a <laughs> great show. If you if whatever streaming platform you have that has it, watch it. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah. It's fun, campy, and it well hits. Written. Yeah, it hits all those all like D and D, MMOs, fantasy, whatever. It's fun. It's great. So we're gonna take a quick break, guys. And we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about a classic. All right, guys. So we just got finished talking about So I'm a Spider, So What? And, and a unanimous three A's uh, for the show, basically telling everybody, check it out, watch it, have fun. So as I said at the start of the show, we're going to also talk about a classic. And this one, while released in, in 98. Yes. <laughs> we had to clarify know, that. <laughs> uh, it, it is still a classic. It is a sequel to to an even to an even even more classic. classic. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040, oh, man. which again stems off of the original Bubblegum Crisis Bubble from the Crisis. 80s. So Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040 after a mysterious earthquake levels Tokyo real quick. It always seems like Tokyo always gets hit by the most mysterious, mysterious happenings, <laughs> unfortunate shits like. You know, some sitting down. All right, what are we going to write about? Let's do a post-apocalyptic world. What happens? All right, giant earthquake creates a giant tsunami, drowns Tokyo. Perfect. And Tokyo the is fuck? a hell mouth. Yeah, <laughs> Tokyo gets hit by a demon tornado. What's a demon tornado? It's a tornado that picks up fire and then burns everything in its path. Wow. What the? F- like, why are we picking on Tokyo? Because it works. <laughs> After a mysterious earthquake levels Tokyo, Genome becomes a powerful influence, providing their artificial organic life forms. Called boomers. Yes, they were called boomers. Yep. Boomers was a thing before actually being an insult to rebuild and act as a labor class to humanity. However, some of them occasionally run amok. That's an understatement. And even the special, specially created AD police are at a loss to stop them. Lin Yamazaki, Yamazaki travels to Tokyo for employment, but also hopes to join a vigilante force called the Night Sabers, who pilot powered suits to destroy these rogue boomers. And dude, if I can interject. The eight, the 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 series that came before Bubblegum Crisis, even that that kind well, of spawned it was well, we'll AD get, Police. Yeah, Files. we'll get to we'll get to that in a bit because I was going to bring that up. Yeah. So thanks for jumping ahead, dickhead. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't have you, your notes. <laughs> I shared them with everybody, like I always do. I'm an old man. I don't know how to the technology. You have works. to read is, it to him, like David, a bedtime story. Yeah. <laughs> Don't act like there's any direction to this at all anyway. It's hey look, I'm I'm the inmates are running the ship and that's pretty much Mike's fault for giving the head inmate a fucking show. So anyways, we're running with it. The anime is produced by Anime International Company or AIC. They've also done shows such as El Hazard, The Wanderers, and other El yep. Hazard series, Record of Lotus War, Chronicles of the Heroic Knight, which was a spin-off of Record of Lotus War. Record of Lotus War. The voice actors for the show, for the main four characters, the Japanese cast featured Hiroko Konishi as Nene Romanava, Romanavo, Romanava, yeah, Romanava. And she also did the voice of Rion Ada in the OAV Agent Eika. Uh, Ryo Natsuki did the voice of Lina Yamazaki, who also voiced uh, Nanami Janai in 
El Hazard, The Wanderers, the TV series. We have Satsuki Yukino as Celia Stingray, who voiced Miho Am- Amakata in the TV show Free Dive to the Future. Yu Asakawa was Priscilla S. Pris Asagiri. She voiced Ryder in the Fate Stay Night TV series. And then the English class, we have Hilary Haig as Nene Romanava. She voiced Hitomi in the Appleseed movie. Kelly Man- Manison voiced Lini Amazaki, who also voiced Ari Komiyama in Those Who Want Elves. And let's see, we have Laura Chapman as Celia Stingray, who voiced Dr. Akagi in the Neon Genesis Evangelion movie Death and Rebirth. Yep. Uh, Christine M. Otten did Priscilla S. Pris Asagiri. She also voiced Aaron Jordan in AD Police. Yep. So this show came out came out in 1998 the original came out in the 80s at some time the style for this for some reason in in, in 98 anime had this i don't say weird it's not weird but like this kind of cell like a mix between newer anime styles and and a mix of old 80s style but it seemed like really glossy like really shiny and you know brand new it was like early cartoon network yeah and so this show kind of has a mixture of both. Uh, I was trying to kind of kind of explain to Casey before the show, like what the difference was. Yeah, because I didn't see no freaking difference. <laughs> when he was like, it's from 1998. I was like, bullshit. You're a liar. I made him Google it. I did not believe it because I was like, this is totally 80s. And he's like, no, Casey, uh, actually uh, pulls out his big giant book of anime. It is this. And I'm like. Whatever, well, it looked freaking eighties to me, bro. When you when you look at the the ninety eight version, well, because, it's very much what you see in anime today. Well, he just but gave me like action film vibes, you know. Yeah. Like when you yeah. think of like all like the action eighties films, like that's the vibe. It's like, and the chicks had pretty much mullets, you know. So it's like when you throw in that fringe that in the back, thing. man, you know, it's like that's not something that people were. It's nineteen ninety eight, so. But it's but what's funny, like the show, it it, it still carries like those. I don't see tropes from like 80s and 90s animes, like kind of the atypical. You had the big evil corporation, yeah, and in the society, still basically like society portrayed, you know, women as very working class, and all the guys, you know, were complete fucking scum. Um, especially the dude that like took out like Lena, like on her first day, he's like, hey, come on, we'll go have fun, blah, 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 blah. And then he keeps like making comments, like you know, like hey, like yeah, it's very like yeah. wolf. Uh, it's like uh, not wolf, but it's like the eighties. When you look at the eighties movies, like Wall Street, like yeah, like those Gordon, 80s. Uh, Gordon Gecko, <clears throat> yeah, that type of that's what all those all the guys were basically portrayed as. Exactly. And... Don't come on, the babysitter's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like that bow, like when they all walked out, I was like, whoa, she's right on top of that rose. <laughs> but what's cool is that. The show basically mixes action and I would say a, a pretty decent storyline. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I'm going to break your heart, Greg. I know you are. Uh, I didn't like it. What's up with that? Why didn't, didn't you like it? I just, I didn't like it. It didn't hold on to me. It was just, it was weird. The main, uh, I, I, I just, it could, I just was like, oh, I couldn't. I, d- I couldn't. Did I tried. To I blend, tried. Did it seem to blend too much like into other animes that you've watched? Yeah. Recently? And it just, yeah. well, I mean, I could, you could be saying that we're on a heavy dosage these days um, of anime with being home a lot. So, yeah, I've, but I've, it's just, that's yeah, the, it just. That's the one thing that's the, 
that's the one crux or issue with Bubblegum Crisis, this this version of it. The 98. Because, because the 98 version, it came at a time when after that, a lot of anime started saying, hey, that's really cool. Because I remember when Bubblegum Crisis first came came out around the talking, late 90s. When you told me the name of it, it was, I thought it was going to be such a badass. I was, I was like, oh my God, well, I'm going to love it. it and it, the chicks it aired like on, it aired on MTV. Yeah. It aired on... Uh, on Cartoon Network, it made aired on major franchises, and a lot of people basically gravitated toward it, and that's why you see the influence of a lot of anime nowadays. But also, too, a lot of people didn't get into Bubblegum Crisis, yes, like Tokyo Twenty Forty, and then even some people try to go back and watch the original, the original. And if you never, and that's and that's kind of the thing. Like in that time period, if you started watching anime at the beginning of the nineties or mid nineties, you got that mix of like the eighties stuff and the and new the, and the nineties new nineties stuff. So you kind of it was like I said, like we said on previous episodes, you didn't really know what you were getting. You just knew you were watching anime yeah. and you kind of took what you could get. And I think that's why a lot of like a lot of people who've been watching anime for a long time, big bubblegum crisis mm-hmm. may or may not like 2040 um, because this came out at a time like where you had, <clears throat> I mean, you had animes like you had Mezzoforte and kite and they all looked the same. <laughs> yes. yes um, the style looked all the same. So they, they could easily blend together. Because if you didn't see the exact characters, you're like, oh, that's that's Bubblegum Crisis. Oh, no, it's it's Mezzoforte. It's Mezzoforte. Uh, or, oh, it's this one. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Because it all blended together. Mm-hmm. But I think this is this is a change, a, a time that anime was changing. Yeah. Because, like you said, after the fact, stories they started taking stories more seriously. They were mm-hmm. trying to put more stories together. And then you got Neon Genesis, which they were like, we're going to really fuck with people. Yeah. Neon Genesis, and then you're like, "What? What the fuck did I just watch?" Then you get Cowboy Bebop, you're like, "Oh, this is fun!" And then you know, then they you put start a getting... dog in there. It was really <clears> cooler. Oh yeah, you got a fucking corgi that's fucking super smart. <laughs> that's an instant win right there. Right. That's how you get me. There was no <laughs> cute animals. Just everyone running around on motorcycles, then sliding. It was like Tokyo and Drift. And uh, and that was the big Dylan thing Boomer. about like during that time too with the crossover between 80s and 90s was there was such a saturation of mech anime. Oh yeah. Where, well, you had, I mean, d- during that time, like between, you know, the end of the 80s, you know, m- mid 80s to the end of the 90s, yeah. you had a bunch of Gundams come out. Exactly. Um, you had, uh, they brought over, they brought out Tekaman for, you know, bouts and spurts, which I wish they would just finally release that shit like full. Uh, <laughs> you had like, that. yeah, uh, you had different get a robos, you know, mezzing your shows. Uh, Big O. Big O. Yeah, Big O. Big O was awesome. I mean, Big O was like another, like, Big O was kind of like a subtle, like, like, Mindfuck because it wasn't as like crazy as Neon Genesis, but it had that like very noir esque feel to it. Feel to it. And then when you get to the very end, it's like, oh yeah, we, we this is the Japanese anime influence. Yeah, it's like at the end, whoa, it's like, oh, all okay. a dream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just witnessed a bad acid trip of a millionaire. Oh, okay, well shit. All right, well damn. But that was the problem that twenty Bubblegum Crisis twenty forty had a problem with because like. They were trying to, I remember when it first came out, that they were pushing the fact that, oh, this is the reboot of, of the classic well, Yeah, anime. like they tried to put, they tried to push that it, this was like, this was a new beginning for Bubblegum Crisis. Yes. But the original stood on its own. The original It didn't need a reboot. It didn't need a reboot. And I pointed this out the case, I thought it was funny, like, in their suits, and correct me if I, like, in the original, they didn't, their, their suits didn't have heels. No, no. The, the originals, the, they did. Did they? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I, I just thought they were like the weird, like, 
kind well, of rounded toe boots that didn't really have. I'm just trying to wrap my brain. You're like, I, they had heels. <clears throat> they had heels. And you're like, no, they did have heels. And you guys are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they had heels. And they, yeah. Because they had to actually have some femininity <clears throat> to it. And like back in the give it the suits already had crazy. Tits. Like I don't and think they needed any more femininity to it. Like, like is that a woman just that's ramp it I don't up. know. <laughs> you can't give him Batman up. nipples. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at Joe Schumacher putting nipples on Batman. <laughs> that Barbie had nipples when it first came out. No, so. I didn't know that. I didn't know. <laughs> they brought it over because that's and then they uh, when they presented it to Mattel, they had to shave off her nipples because that was like too much for them. The Americans and too many nipples. <laughs> Kid might poke out an eye. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Trips and falls. I like <laughs> to break a mental sweat. Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so the show is very flashy. Oh, I mean, absolutely. it's you know, it's kind of like it's got explosions, you know, crazy robots, like I mech really suits. But the story is very basic. Oh, absolutely. It, like, it sets it up right there. Like, you have your, like, loner badass who does care about everybody but doesn't care about everybody. Smolder, you have, smolder, smolder. Yeah. Smol- blue steel, blue steel, blue steel. And then you can't do the, the noise, that whooshing noise. Yeah. It's, like, every time they turn and look, insert that a few times. Flashy Perfect. lights. And then yeah. heel walking all the time. And them screaming boomer. Yeah. That was and really then- hard for me. <laughs> That sounds so stupid to say, but like, they're like, oh my God, there's a boomer hitting it. I'm like, that's what they call Karens. And I just picture like, as soon as they said, you know, there's a boomer over there. I just picture some lady saying, I can't wait. It's like, oh my God, it's a boomer. (laughs) And then you've got the mech suits and you've got like the plucky, like younger sidekick, like Priscilla, who's like, oh, I don't want to do this. Right. You're like, okay, cool. And then you got like the crazy, like leader. He was so cute though. She was like a little pixie. You know, like the crazy leader who essentially banged the the mech suit builder yes. for his for his work for his work, and she's like, "I'll call you next week for more." You're yeah. like, "What? More mech suits or more sex? Like, can you be more specific? <laughs> can we do? Is both? it both? Like, what are you like?" <laughs> and the mechanic just comes down, just kind of adjusting his shirt, and she's like, "Thank you." He grabs his bag, and Midas has been like, "Fuck you," and then left. Like, he just looked at him and then left. Like, no, like, you know take care of it. Don't break it. None of that. Like, you know, stuff that in other shows like mechanics would be like, or, you know, the, the people that build like the ones are like, you know, be careful with it and shit or like, don't break it. He just looks at him and leaves and leaves. <laughs> He's like, I made your suit. I got my payment. I don't fucking care. I'm out. When you guys break them, she's going to call me again. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I just wish you to pop it and added some comedy to it. Like, do you guys validate? <laughs> no. Okay. So, while this would be considered a classic, if you pay attention, if you <laughs> if it does it does it fit what you would say a classic anime is? For me, it's a it, it's a no, because I remember seeing it like, oh, this is cool, but also I watched the, the '80s version, yes, and I I remember the '80s version like that was a little bit more entertaining. This one, not so much. Yeah, and. For me, I was like, well, let's let's watch it. Let, let's see if, you know. Well, the whole reason why we wanted to watch it was because we saw the advertisement. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this looks so cool. And then he was like, what's his name? I'm like, Bubblegum Crisis. Fuck, yeah, that sounds so cool. If I would be in a metal band, Bubblegum Crisis. <laughs> so then we put it on and you watch it. And it's, then it's like, okay. Tonight at the forum, you've got. You got you I was got, really hoping got, they'd be in a band. <laughs> I'm just going to say it out loud. Tonight at the forum, you've got the shitty Beatles, Crucial Taunt, and Bubblegum Bubble Crisis. Crisis. See? 
Way how are the shitty, how are the shitty Beatles? They suck. Well, the funny part is, is like the one of the big differences between the eighties and the nineties one. The eighties, the eighties series focused on Pris's rock band, yeah. which was awesome because you got a, uh, it had such a iconic anime soundtrack that yeah. the 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 original Bubblegum Crisis, the story was being narrated by the rock band, and here. You know, if there's something that I will, uh, that is positive that I will say about the reboot, I really did like the music. The music, the theme song of the Bubblegum Crisis 20, 2040 is actually really cool. It's very techno-ish. It, oh, it fits the show. It fits the show perfectly, but it also fit that time frame that, they, that, that it was in. I love the original 1980s version and I love the soundtrack. It's a little eighty. It's a little bit eighties. Well, yeah. So, mean, so like, like half the enemies that came out in the eighties. When like you look at, it still looked like he was in the eighties. Yeah. When you look at the music, when you look at the soundtrack and the music, I will say twenty forty really upped it a notch. But just like what you said, uh, would I consider this a classic? No. In, in the in the sense of what you would consider a classic anime, like when we talk about classic enemies, we're referring no. to like. The We're original. talking about like Vampire Hunter D, Akira, yeah, and you know like the, uh, like you know original Gundam series, things yeah. like that. It doesn't. It falls into that line of like it's a classic because of the of, sh- of what it stemmed from. Yeah, of the original because it's old, and plus because I mean it's made ninety eight. I mean now, now it's considered grandfathered old. in, and because like one of the key elements. F- that was missing in 2040 was kind of like that cyber cyber cyberpunk type of storytelling that you expect in those 80s movies where it's kind of like are they are machines better than man you know the whole everything was just too crisp and clean yeah it was like, too crisp and clean that's like if you look at where where the where bubblegum crisis like from the 80s version it's very like you said, cyberpunk, you know, techno-y, Techno-y but, it's, but it's gritty and it's dirty. Yes. That's what you go with, like, with AD Police, oh is it's God. gritty and dirty. And it's, I love that series. It, fi- it fits, like, what, awesome. the it fits the air that it came out in. Mm-hmm. The 2040, I think, tried to up it and try to make everything nice and clean and, and clean. shiny. But then it's, like, when they, when you have the scenes where the boomers go mad and they're fighting, like, everything's now destructed and... But it's not so much dirty and gritty. It just kind of becomes like when the the waitress, like the guy, like basically tells like you need to lick my shirt clean. I'm just like, really? Like, fuck, man! Like <laughs> Jesus! And then she goes apeshit. She's just, and then she's like she like it becomes it becomes more grotesque than anything. And it's like okay, I get they transform these grotesque things, but like we're like. This is just now kind of like we still got to make it shiny and shiny and like crisp and crisp, but also grotesque. And it and it doesn't and it work. doesn't fit that way because if you look at the original Bubble and Crisis, you look at animes that came out in that time. You, especially you look at Akira. Here's the perfect example of like when something like goes from being human or humanoid to absolutely fucking disgusting. It's not pretty. It's not clean. Oh, yeah. It's not crisp or anything like that. You're a giant fucking mound of flesh and, and and machine, and you know only thing that can kill you is you know Kaneda and his fucking laser gun. Well, and if you even look during the '90s during that time, I mean when Ghost in the Shell came to, came out during that time, 
the the term cyberpunk they got it right because just like we said it has that this brand new alien but, look to it and it's shiny but there's like this underlying uh, grit and dirt grit but that's, dirt but, and grotesqueness but also too and correct me if i'm wrong ghost shell had a had a ton of uh, the comics it had a ton of uh Manga reference to pull from yeah and even even in even in the mangas that Shiro did it was it was it looked clean but then when the, he had those parts that were gritty and dirty he, he still had a little bit of that like shiny future in it but it was still it still looked like you were in the fucking slums mm-hmm. and it fit and that's why ghost in the shell in the 90s works yeah is because of that, and that's it. Yeah, and the only that's the only way that's the only that's the only one that that bridges that that gap successfully in exactly. the nineties. Because like with Bubblegum Crisis twenty forty, they deviated from everything, even even the the manga that came that came out uh, during that time also. Because you have like these gritty new war stories being told in the manga, and suddenly you get you tune in on twenty forty, and it's like the shiny, crisp, and clean, the like, shiny, crisp. The clean. future is bright and everything, but yeah. there's some there's some troubles. Like even like the, even like the the red the red light district wasn't really dirty and it like wasn't grimy. Dirty. It was like it was like hey welcome to the red light district. Would you like some hand sanitizer? It was the it was the people that made it grimy. It wasn't. But they needed the, the environment needed atmosphere. to that. <laughs> so to kind of wrap everything up with the review, we'll go with Casey first. You everyone already knows my feelings on this. So okay. every, if everybody couldn't guess, it's a nay for Casey. That's a hard. It's a, it's a no. A hard, for, it's a no for me, dog. It's a hard it's a no. no for me. It's dog. a hard no. That's my new. Uh, for me, I would I would say if you're going to watch Bubblegum Crisis, just go with the '80s. That's the best I can. I couldn't. I can't recommend this one. Yeah, because you didn't pick the right bubblegum. I know. So for me, it's going to be yes on a Bubblegum Crisis, but the original. But the original. No, you can no kinda, on this. You can skip 2040. Is essentially what we're going with. So, guys, we're back in 2021. A ton of stuff going on. We got a ton of stuff happening. There's a ton of anime coming out across the board. Me and Casey, even the other night when we were going through Netflix, there's a one or two new series on there already. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff, and I, and you know, I'm gonna say I, I, I'm a, I'm a full book. Yeah. Oh, it you, happened. You've- he converted. He yeah. created it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> full blown, dude. It was a. It was a intense. It's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot like Fear and Loathing. In, you know how Johnny Depp said that he hung out in the basement. Yeah, I felt like that, but it was like that a basement and Demon Hunter. Yep. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Arizona desert, filthy, dusty. Ran through what looked like my old apartment. Uh, then again, maybe it was. All I knew was, I mean, in case you were sitting there on the couch watching Demon Slayer, slowly get into it. Only thing she fixated on was. I'm going to do everyone a favor. Nezuko's Stop nails. You right now. Yeah, just go ahead. I'm going to run that fucking ever. For you guys. Thanks. Thanks for reeling me back in. I was getting lost in a horrible, horrible Hunter S. Thompson impersonation. You were, you were turning almost into old country for no men. Oh, God. Could you imagine him with that bowl cut? Woof. Oh, that'd be awesome. Woof. That would be awesome. Woof with that forehead, girl. <laughs> Heads or tails, Greg. Heads or tails. Fuck you, David. Swear to God. <laughs> if mom could see you now. And that's when you insert, you know, okay, bye. All right. Bye, All right, everybody. So we're going to have a bunch of new stuff coming your way. 
bunch of reviews on cool new shit, some manga reviews and everything. So please stick with us. We appreciate you sticking with us, buying the ticket, taking the ride with us so far. So again, guys, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, RaymanDigitalMedia.com. Check out our previous episodes. Thank you for listening to this episode. And again, as always, thank you to my wonderful and amazing wife, Casey, for mm-hmm. being on the show. And welcome to the anime Dark side. fold. Yep. Welcome to the to the fold. And as always, my Filipino brother David. You are quite welcome. And as always, I am Gregory Darkside Holmes. Folks, be safe, be kind, be excellent to each other. Good night. Uh, no!